Hey everyone, it's Katie Sweetman with Empowering Astrology, and this is another live look at the astrology. This is July 5th through 11th, 2021. So Thank you all for joining me yet for another live look at the astrology. Uh, this is Empowering Astrology. Uh, we come together every week to see not only how the astrology is unfolding and just kind of your, your friendly reminder that the astrology is the energy of time. It's how you live time. It's how time unfolds in your life. And what do you do with time? What do you do with this energy? Because as I say, over and over again, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. And astrology is something that we inhabit and we give color to and we give expression and light and feelings. So yeah, that's what we're trying to do here at Empowering Astrology. Uh, but if you're watching live, do say hello. I already see some familiar faces. Hello, hello. Um, and if you're watching the replay, also say hello. And I always love to... Uh, you know, know where everybody is watching from because kind of like a, a map nerd, just kind of like of a sense where in the world everybody is. Yes, yeah, somebody said my my home is full of light. Yeah, that's a you know I said this last week, but um, I went from this like cave in Brooklyn with no light and kind of got used to my Scorpio cave, and then now I have like all these. All, all these windows, um, but you know, probably the same amount of windows that I had before, but definitely way more light. And I'm still trying to figure out what, what whatever the you know setup's going to be for the background. For now, welcome to my home. Um, I think probably not the best thing to shoot towards the window for for future shows. But I got to get the moving the moving boxes on the other side of the camera out of the way before we can sort of tinker with what we're looking at. Um, but yeah, thank you for, for joining me. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Jersey City now. I'm still very much a New Yorker, even though um, I guess I stepped right outside across the river. Um, I needed more light. I needed, I needed a lot of things. Um, and yeah, I, I made a really radical move. And I sort of talked about this last week, is that sometimes we have to make a radical change. And maybe it's something that we never thought that we would do, because I certainly would never thought, I mean, nothing against Jersey City. It's just like very, it's like a very different energy than Brooklyn. I just never, just never thought I would move here. Um, but yeah, but sometimes the thing we want is not exactly in the direction we thought it would be. So sometimes we have to go in a direction that we didn't think that we were going to go. But yes, uh, thank you all for joining me for another, you know, live look. And how are you feeling these energies? We, you know, I talked about this last week. We had some little bit of rough and tumble energy with Mars. It came up to an opposition to Saturn, and then we had a square to Uranus, and things maybe got a little heated. And one of the things I want to talk about, even though it was an aspect that was exact yesterday, July 4th, is Sun Square Chiron, because I, I mentioned this um, in my post today for uh, for Monday, uh, July 5th, pulled my put my back out. And um, I was like, I think the first time that's ever happened it was when this moment I was actually picking up my puppy. He's not that big yet. And um, there was that split second where I'm just like, I'm 
screwed. Um, one of those things where I'm like, do I just like live on the floor now? But um, I was able to kind of shift it and move it. But um, I, you know, this is I, I shared this because I could feel what whatever was in that space in my back moving for a while, even before the move. And I think that Sun Square Chiron is a reminder that sometimes the uh, we our emotional pain somatizes. Sometimes it becomes physical. Um, I know this from personal experience. I had a really bad accident eight years ago. I broke my arm um, and that was on a Chiron station. And what is Chiron? Because Chiron is a planet. It's not really a planet planet, uh, but Chiron is a planet that we did not learn about in school when we were learning, learning about the planets. Um, Chiron's an asteroid, and for me, it's very important in my work. It tells me a lot of things, and certainly if you've worked with me um, on a one-on-one session, you know, I often bring up Chiron, especially if it's prominent in your chart. Chiron talks about pain and suffering. We all have pain and suffering. It is unfortunately unavoidable because we are human beings. There's something that over, you know, again and again kind of hits a button and you know I feel like you know the Sun Square Chiron I was just like I I know this is not just a simple back spasm or you know it's it's not a it's not spinal I know that it's not a disc you know I know that it's something kind of in the lower left and um, then I had to kind of sit with it when I when I had a chance to actually sit with it and and try to move you know use the stuff that I can do to move the energy. But it's not just getting rid of it because that's the thing. We have to sit with the pain and see what the pain has to tell us and ha- what does the pain have to reveal. And and it might be something that is unconscious, something we didn't even realize was there. And and so I say this to you in case you had something painful come up this weekend. And maybe it was physical, maybe it was emotional. Maybe it was uh, something that you didn't even realize was there. And that's, that's our work. That's the thing with these was with this astrology or any astrology, quite frankly, any difficult, you know, quote, unquote, air quote, difficult uh, astrology, these are our opportunities to put conscious something that's been previously unconscious we put light where there's been shadow and we do we do the alchemy we do the work and this is what the outer planets of uranus neptune pluto are trying to get us to do they're trying to get us to evolve by any means possible this is why i say the astrology is 50 percent. you are the other 50 percent. but sometimes the astrology especially when it comes to outer planets all we can do is just work with it. We don't have a lot of, um, you know, on the level of the ego, at least, you know, the ego is not in control. So yeah, I wanted to, you know, tell everybody that I was okay. You know, um, I know that everybody kind of said some really sweet things. Um, my, my father texts me, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. Um, thank you. Um, but I had to really sit and do some work with it. So yeah, we have Sun Square Chiron that was yesterday, but because we're going to have a new moon this week, this week of June, not June, not June anymore, July 5th through 11th, 2021, um, this new moon on the 9th of July is going to pick up that energy from Chiron. So maybe we are thinking about our pain points, our emotional, our spiritual, psychic, even physical pain points as we go into the next 
lunar month. I know you're all thinking like, I don't want to deal with my pain points. Um, but it's just, it's just is what, what it is. And unfortunately, we live in you know, times that are a bit intense and we are all having to step up our personal and spiritual work right now. So I wanted to put that on your radar, but um, let me just quickly reintroduce myself. If you are just joining, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in New York City. I probably should start saying Jersey City more often, um, but I'm just right across the river. I can see the Hudson River. Um, and uh, we gather every week to look at the astrology. Um, I'm also a psychic medium, and this is empowering astrology. So let's look at the astrology for this week of June 5th through 11th, 2021. So as I was saying a few moments ago, we're coming off a square between the, the Cancer Sun, yes, we're in Cancer season, and Chiron and Aries. So we're needing to be really brave about really old emotional family memories these sort of pain points these sore spots that we keep uh, running up against over and over again and the thing about chiron i say this because if you start googling chiron especially if you know chiron um, through other different channels and avenues in astrology one of the things that other people say over and over again which i really personally disagree with is that it's the the wound that never heals what does that even mean of course we can have healing does it mean that you know your chiron is this static painful thing that doesn't move no it shifts and changes as you shifts and changes but nevertheless it still is a sore spot um, and depending on when you were born there are some things in your life that just you know thematically archetypically are sore spots um the other thing i want to talk about is venus um newly in leo i think it went into leo a week ago now it's starting to catch up with saturn it makes an opposition to saturn um tomorrow tuesday june um gosh what day is it june 6 and then it makes a trine to chiron on june 7th if i remember my astrology yeah, remembering this correctly and i feel like we we have the opposition between venus and saturn tomorrow that classically is a need to define something especially a relationship and this is all relationships you know how do we uh, set boundaries with somebody how do we commit to a relationship how do we take a relationship to the next level how do we make things more solid you know despite saturn's relationship did i say june sorry guys i don't i don't know what date it is is it june is it july yeah it's july uh tomorrow july 6th um yeah saturn in astrology has a bit of a relationship god relationship has a bit of a reputation so saturn it sort of sets hard boundaries and saturn believe it or not actually likes relationships why this is a technical point and i've said it before is that saturn is exalted in libra so saturn does its best work in the sign of relationships because saturn teaches us that we can't do life 
alone. Saturn is in its detriment, again, technical points. Saturn's in its detriment in Aries. Aries is a sign of the individual. And it's not that we can't be individuals, but we can't do things alone. So Saturn is like saying to our relationships, okay, let's have a big check-in. Do, are we, me, you and a partner, or you and a friend, you and a colleague, you and somebody else, is it working? Is it balanced? Is it equitable? Is it fair? Because Saturn is saying, if it's not, then something has to happen. It either it ends, or it has to, the boundaries have to be with, uh, redrawn, or there needs to be a new commitment to somebody. And maybe you're in an existing relationship, and this is a time when things become more solid, because Saturn talks about the process of maturity, that things over time, and things we, you know, astrology teaches us that um, things do take time, um, that things take time to build and to solidify you know, Saturn's teeth and bones and astrology. So really we are examining our relationships this week and will it pass muster? You know, like will it pass Saturn's check? And that's just where we're at with the astrology, nothing to worry about. If you need to do the work and Saturn, like again, Saturn loves the work, then we do the work. But here's the thing, um, Saturn, as you know, or maybe you don't know, Saturn all year long is making something called a square to Uranus. And Uranus is about awakenings. It's about getting out of the things that don't really align with who we are. And maybe you've been in a relationship that's been confining or um, based on somebody's expectations or, you know, God forbid, you're in a relationship where you don't get a chance to be yourself. Saturn loves relationships, but Uranus doesn't like artifice in the sense that it doesn't like you to be in something that limits who you truly are or suppresses who you truly are. And you know, I've been saying this over and over again in 2021, it's as if we have one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life. And now Venus is sort of doing this dance, just like Mars did last week. Venus is doing this dance with Saturn and Uranus. And so a relationship may feel like we have one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life. But Venus is not just relationships. It's also what we value. It's what we spend our money on. It's what we invest in. It's sort of the the intrinsic value of something. Sometimes it's like the literal value of something that's even self-worth. So maybe what we've been holding back on, you know, Venus is in Leo. Venus does not like to hold back in Leo. It likes to be seen. It likes to be heard. Um, and it likes to be itself. And so maybe Venus is now having to break out of any constraints and confines this week. So we have sort of something that seems like on paper, it doesn't make sense. Saturn wants commitment. Saturn wants stability. Uranus wants something completely different. It's not that you can't have both, but whatever you are building with a partner or whatever you're building with yourself or building with your wallet or building with your goals, it has to be true to you. It can't be based on somebody else's template. It can't be what your parents want or what your partner wants. It has to be something that's fair and equitable to you. There's, there's that word again. So, you know, if you, you know, perchance are a Libra or Taurus, maybe you're feeling this. 
a little bit more than the other signs because you are what's called a Venus ruled sign. Um, the other thing is that Venus makes a trine to Chiron. There's Chiron again, sort of in this mix with Saturn and Uranus. And maybe we have an opportunity to heal something. You know, we can look at Chiron like a, a pain point or scar tissue, or we can also look at Chiron like a knot. So on July 7th, Venus makes a trine to Chiron. And so, you know, in the midst of all of this, we're trying to untangle ourselves from something that may feel very old and maybe has pressed some emotional and spiritual buttons and maybe has made us feel a suffering in the past. And then you know, on July, uh, 8th. Thursday, July 8th, Venus makes a square to Uranus. So the square is a need for authenticity. I think anytime we deal with a heavy Uranus transit, there's a crisis of authenticity. And so whatever changes you are making this week or whatever commitments you're making, just make sure that they are truly you. So we're in this sort of rough and tumble energy as we close out the lunar month, because I said that um, this week we are sort of saying goodbye to the lunar month. We began with a solar eclipse back on June 10th. And then on Friday, July 9th, we have a new moon in Cancer at 18 degrees. So do know, and, and I'm just saying this because I think it came up as a question um, a few days ago. Um, I want to tell you a story. So when I, so I was always into astrology. I'm pretty sure my parents were listening and so they, you know, to some degree, they know that to be factual. And when I got my first um, astrology program at age 14 on the on the home computer, it was DOS based. I'm really dating myself if you even know what DOS is. Um, and I saw my chart and it became this like I have to figure the what you know, figure this chart out. Um, but astrology was something for a long time was my party trick. Yeah, all of you folks who had, you know, the internet or an app, and I know some of you had to do it by hand, um, you didn't have computers, but uh, it was, you know, back in the olden days, um, you know, you had to, you know, have a computer program, uh, no internet <laughs> in order to see your chart, or you knew how to do the math. Anyway, I'm digressing, but for a long time, um, astrology was my party trick. And then it was at my Saturn return, age 29, when somebody fatefully said, oh, you're going through your Saturn return. I was like, what's that? Um, and then I was like, I have to, you know, I have to know more, I have to know more. So here's the slippery slope with astrology. When you start to learn more, it becomes a little bit of a double-edged sword. It's, it's like the old saying, too much knowledge is a bad thing. I think my miss phrasing my thing. Yeah, my mom's on the chat. She's like, yep. Um, and, and I got really obsessive and afraid about Mercury retrograde or void of course moons or negative aspects. And that's the thing, you can start to become a bit paralyzed. So the traditional wisdom is, is that you try to start things with the energy of the new moon. Try to not start things after the full moon because the lunar light is waning um and sometimes we don't do that and it's fine sometimes we do things on the dark of a moon and it's when it's supposed to be and i remember there was this time in my life where i carefully 
mapped out when was the best moment it's called elections in astrology when you elect a time um to do something and then what happened life just became life there was a traffic delay there was this there was that and suddenly this beautifully elected time to do this event wasn't this the, the the time that i picked and it'd be becoming pluto rising anyway so here's my here's my advice whatever it's worth sometimes do things during mercury retrograde mercury retrograde sometimes do things on the dark of the moon and but the dark of the moon is a time when typically you let things go you release the dark of the moon is the last couple of days typically before a new moon um and so we are going to be in the dark of the moon you know we're going to the dark of the moon right now as i record this monday uh july um fifth you know by the sixth the seventh the eighth we're really you know the lunar light is at its faintest and then we have the new moon and so typically in astrology you want to start something on a new moon it has that fresh new beginning but not every new moon is sort of conducive to the new beginning that we want we have to really look and see what's going on with the planets and and whatever but you know like i said sometimes we just uh sometimes we just do things when we said i thought mercury retrograde was over yes it is over um hopefully hopefully i'm not i'm always in retrograde i was actually born on a mercury station but that's you know another thing by the way mercury is wrapping up its shadow in case that that's something that you pay attention to mercury makes its last square to uh, neptune this week and then by sunday uh july 11th it's uh it's in cancer finally after a few months in um gemini but let's talk about this cancer new moon very quickly uh new moons are new beginnings it's time to renew ourselves and to focus on a new archetype and the archetype of cancer is home it's family its roots and foundation and astrology teaches us that we need family we need connection we don't have that that container of home or the connection of family it we feel it we feel it like an ache we long for um that energy whether it's uh, a, a mythological energy or not you know cancer is the archetype of the mother even if that's very different than what we grew up with so this is your opportunity this week to reconnect to the energies of home and family and if that word means something very different for you how do you take new steps to create something very different than maybe you were raised with or what you've been sort of grappling with um, this new moon does make a square to chiron that's why i started off talking about chiron because we might be feeling those old pain points as we go into this next lunar month and then the new moon makes a little bit of a wide opposition to pluto but it does make a trine to neptune so i think that there some emotional material coming up something from the past chiron is an aries and we need the bravery and courage to move on 
You know, cancer is a sign that has a lot of sentimentality to it. It wants to hold on to things. It wants to hold on to memories. It wants to hold on to pain. You know, cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon is like this well that we keep going back to for better or for worse to keep uh, feeding ourselves from. But that water of the moon sometimes gets a bit polluted. No, maybe it's a strong word. So it's like, how do you refresh the waters of your life, the home, the family? How do you re-nourish yourself, replant yourself? You know, like I said, I moved a week and a half ago, so I'm kind of creating a new home, you know, a la cancer, um, here in a different state, in a different part of town, or on the other side of the river, because we have to find the place that nourishes us. And, and I realize not everybody has that luxury. Um, so how do you work with what you have? And if you need softness, how do you get softness? This week, I think the opposition to Pluto in this new moon, it creates a little bit of a heart, you know, whenever Pluto's has an opposition, we have to face something. We have to look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves in the proverbial mirror. There's a need to end something. We can't go past a certain point. So I think that that's, you know, we go into this new lunar month with the realization that we need to, end something, we need to leave something behind. But again, we can't keep nourishing ourselves with the things that aren't tr truly nourishing us. But we do have a trine to Neptune. There's this opportunity to clear, to release, to forgive, to have compassion for the past, have compassion for ourselves. Um, so be very kind, very caring and, and, and nurture yourself over the coming weeks. And Neptune, um, especially in Pisces, and Pisces as a, as a sign in general, because Pisces is the last water sign, Cancer is the first water sign. And I always think of this idea of the Cosmic Mother when we get to Pisces. It's not our literal mom, and I know my mom, my mom's watching, but it's this bigger, this, whether it's an archetype, whether it's an energy that truly exists in this universe, I think the trine to Neptune and Pisces is an opportunity for us to connect to something beyond this world, to the great mother, the great cosmic. Mother, maybe that seems a bit lofty, but Neptune can bring us to the highest of the highs, um, should we be lucky. Um, so let's look at the new moon for each of the 12 signs. Um, quick note, by the way, and I do try to put this in the Facebook replay, and I certainly put this on YouTube, and I put it on IGTV, I put timestamps. Um, so if you wanna skip past signs that you don't have a connection to, you really don't care what's happening with Aries, um, you can always skip past um, and go to the description. Um, I try to have this up when I post the video and you can skip ahead to yours. So anyway, Aries. So this new moon is happening in the bottom of your chart. It's happening in home and family. Aries, just a reminder, you are what's called a natural chart because you are the first sign. And then we have in your chart, Aries is your first sign. So we get to Cancer right where we should find Cancer, at the bottom, home, family. So a new moon could mean a move. It could mean a change in your household, um, your living situation, people move in people move out. This includes 
the arrival of new family members like children, the birth of a child, um, but it is a time to refocus on your nest. We've had, uh, it's not been an easy time um, for any of the signs. And I think that this is a reminder that we have to get back to what really matters. So focus to, on your roots right now. Uh, Aries, and let's not forget that on the other side of this new moon is, is that Pluto, it's in Capricorn, it's up in your career sign. So there's a tension that's happening in this new moon between your needs, your wants, your desires, like what do you need in your life versus either the demands of a career or the demands of responsibilities that sometimes overweight um, your needs? And how do you resolve that tension or that imbalance. Um, Chiron is in Aries, it's your sign. So maybe you are feeling this push to take action in your life, but maybe you don't know if you have the courage to make a new, new step or the bravery to do things differently. Maybe you are feeling the, um, the sore spots and the sore points um, in your life right now Aries but this is a very dynamic um, new moon for you um, and like I said over the coming um, four weeks the duration of the new moon um, there might be a change in your living situation and maybe needing to realign your needs versus the, either the needs of the world or the needs of your responsibilities and to sort of organize and do things very differently. Taurus. So Taurus is just um, a little, I know, I know I was going to talk about the new moon, but I also want to quickly mention that Venus, um, your planet is sort of in that tangle of astrology this week. So do keep in mind, uh, Taurus, I've said this before, I will say it again. Um, you are in a in total seven year period of which you have four years left of completely reinventing you. So your planet uh, with the square to Uranus, with the opposition to Saturn, is in is in the ringer this week. I, you know, I say that you know compassionately. So this might be the week or a week where some of the changes that have been unfolding or fermenting or even thinking about you have to go to the next level. So it's kind of a little bit of a interesting week for you, Taurus. Um, the new moon is in the part of your chart that talks about your voice, how you communicate, how you listen, um, how you learn. Um, so maybe this is a new moon for you to kind of get back to, you know, really saying what you need to say, you know, speaking from the heart, speaking from the soul. It's also a new moon that puts the emphasis on um, your education. You know, maybe you're taking classes, maybe you're registering for something, maybe it's about workshops. Um, this is the part of the chart that talks also about travel. So maybe you are sort of back and forth um, in the neighborhood, you've got places to go, you've got things to cross off your to-do list, and maybe you're planning a trip as well. But there is a need to examine this sort of tension that's happening between what you maybe know factually versus what you think you know, what you believe. There's two, you know, I, other languages differentiate this. We don't really do this in English. There's two ways of knowing things. We know things with our mind, and there's knowing things with our heart. 
and maybe you're really feeling um, this this push and pull between these two things Taurus um, Chiron is in your what's called your 12th sign so there's something maybe in your blind spot that you're not seeing that is preventing you from moving forward this new moon also talks about needing to make new decisions, see things differently, and maybe have a shift in perspective. And again, if you are shining um, some light on your blind spots, maybe that's going to really illuminate and open up how you see things and the choices that you make, Taurus. Um, Gemini. So this new moon is happening in what's called your second sign the second sign of any chart is about money income how you earn a living um what you spend your money on and what you value and what you worth or what you what you think you're worth your self-worth so this new moon might talk about a period where you're needing to make more purchases more purchases for the home um, but also looking about how your heart and maybe your wallet line up maybe like don't just spend money for the sake of money spending money maybe you need to be very conscientious about what you're putting your money into make it really matter and, and be worth something you know maybe you're making you know making investments in something that's going to last um but I, there is this sort of dynamic tension that's happening between both your money signs gemini cancer is a money sign for you um also capricorn is a money sign as well and capricorn talks about other people's money it talks about investments it talks about finance so you're sort of doing this back and forth between your money other people's money having to deal with banks you know also maybe this talks about um you know dealing with loans you know maybe you were doing that also with the capricorn full moon two weeks ago um but do look at money but no just don't just look at money literally and also the things you own but also think about money on a deeper level because I always think about think about how we spend money and sort of what that symbolic what is that symbolic of you know do you spend money on actually taking care of yourself and maybe this is a time to really get back to what you need, um, the investments you have to make in yourself. And this, to be fair, this is not necessarily about spending money. You don't have to spend money. But what resources do you need? And you know, what can you gather? What can you get from other people? What can you support? So it doesn't have to be you know spending money because you know god knows we all spend way too much money but yes really look at what you're spending your money on right now look at your self-worth and you do have chiron over in what's called your 11th sign so really needing the courage to look at your future differently to move your life in a different direction to be aspirational in a different way and maybe even looking at some sore spots in a friendship or relationship that you have in your community um cancer happy happy birthday cancer uh this new moon is happening in your sign when you have a new moon in your sign this is your personal reset for the upcoming year uh this new moon is on july 9th so if your birthday is july 9th well apart from happy birthday if your if your birthday is on the new moon plus or minus a few days the coming six months if not the coming year are going to be a new time for you so it's, it's really seeding this energy 
of new beginnings. And Cancer, this energy is also picking up on a very long story. I mean, like 13 years long story of Pluto being over in your relationship sign. So it's like, how do you start a new beginning and start a new beginning on your terms, but also have to do the negotiating and navigating with another person. Maybe you are dealing with Pluto right now, and maybe you're having to really find your agency at the moment, uh, Cancer. Find your agency, find your power, find your direction and your motivation. You have Chiron up at the top of your chart in your career signs. So maybe you're looking at some sore spots in your career, your professional life, the responsibilities and the duties that you carry. But how do you sort of navigate your life a bit differently? You know, maybe you're feeling the push and pull between somebody else's wants, needs, and desires. And I mean this in a negative way, because sometimes you know, it's like more about what somebody else wants, and sometimes our needs take a back seat. And so maybe you're trying to really take more control over the steering wheel of your life, so to speak. But it's really about you, it's about other people, and it's also about the direction that you're taking your life in Cancer. But yes, by the way, Cancer, happy birthday. Um, Leo. Yeah, Leo, you you and Taurus were a couple of the signs that were really going through a lot of the, the tough astrology last week. Um, but Leo, also Venus is your career planet. Um, so I, what I've been saying to all Leos, Leo rising, my Leo rising Leo clients is that you are in the midst of a seven year period of reinventing your career. So look at how this week touches on that bigger chapter of your life. Maybe you're having to make some serious decisions about what direction you're taking your professional life in. Uh, maybe you need to do things differently. Maybe you need to get out of a job that is not fitting you anymore. Maybe you see that with Venus Square Uranus this week. But nevertheless, the new moon is happening in what's called your 12th sign. The 12th sign is the last sign of any chart. And when you get to the end of the chart, it is about endings. It's about wrapping up a long story or a long life needing to get into that liminal in-between space that can sometimes feel a bit awkward. And maybe, you know, this, because there's all these big changes happening in your life right now, this is your friendly reminder to either go within, to retreat, to meditate, to get back in touch with your inner voice, your inner truth. Um, maybe this is a week to recuperate and rest. Maybe it's, you've it's taken a lot out of you. Maybe this is a week to really shed something that needs to be shed. You have this dynamic tension happening with the opposition to Pluto in your sixth sign. Um, so there could be issues of letting go of workaholic tendencies, negative work patterns, um, even negative ways in which you take care of yourself or things you are attached to. So maybe you're making some long overdue and positive changes in health and wellness this week. Chiron is in your ninth sign. So you have to look at what you put your faith into. What do you believe? What do you know to be true, even if it's not true? 
So maybe you need to have the courage to see things differently, to believe in something differently, um, even to profess your faith or profess your convictions. Maybe that's scary. So maybe you're having to stand up for something that you believe in this week, Leo. But nevertheless, um, you're in a time where a lot of things are shifting and changing this year. Hang in there, Leo. Um, you're going to make it. I believe in you. Um, Virgo. So this new moon is in, I gotta like quick, do some quick astrology math because I was focusing on Leo. Ah, this new moon is in your 11th sign. So the 11th sign is about community. It's about your social circle. It's about friendships. And so this is a time to renew your connection to your social circle. So focus on your friends right now. And if you're scratching your heads and looking around saying, what friends? Then I lovingly invite you to take some positive steps to make new friends. So get involved in something on a level of the community or something that you are interested in. Um, you know, this, this is the part where we realize that we can't be completely isolated. We, we all need community, right? Saturn right, is right now in Aquarius. It'll be in Aquarius in the next few years. Aquarius has a connection to the seventh, to the 11th sign. That's why I'm sort of making this parallel. Um, but this is a time when we have to strengthen our connection to community. On the other side of this dynamic opposition is Pluto in your fifth sign. So you are in this longer period of time, Virgo, where you have to sort of deconstruct this ask this sort of persona or identity that's not really you. So the self-sabotage, the over-perfectionism, that's the criticalness. But how does that prevent you from connecting to your wider community? So you're sort of seeing this need to make new connections, but at the same time, get you, not the good part of you, the, the part of you that self-sabotages, out of your way. You do have Chiron over in your eighth sign. So yes, looking at that sort of not comfortable self-sabotage or tendency to self-sabotage, looking at your inner shadows and your your the, the part of you that you don't want to look at. And so this is a time to do some really deep emo emotional alchemy in Virgo. Um, but all of this is to help you have new connections, new renewed sense in the world, renewed sense of self, and also to have a new vision of your future. Libra. So Cancer is your career sign. And this is your friendly reminder, uh, Libra, that you need to do what your heart is in. Meaning if you're in a career, Libra, that you just are doing for the paycheck, it's like you're not being fed. And it's going to make you feel not you know, not good, uncomfortable. So Libra, with Cancer as your career sign, you have to do what feeds you, make that you care about, your heart is in, because if you don't, it's problematic. So a new moon in your career sign is just a time to get realigned with this sort of simple fact of your astrology. It's also a time when maybe you are seeing some career changes over the coming four weeks. Maybe you are taking a new job, maybe you are leaving a job, maybe you are reorienting not just your professional ambitions but reorienting sort of the direction 
of your life um, on the other side of things is Pluto. Pluto is down at the bottom of your chart. It's been doing a lot of deep and profound work over the last 13 years on all things home and family. So it's like you've got to go out there in the world, but you got to make sure that you have a nice, stable foundation. And Pluto just has this wonderful habit of pointing to where in the foundation and the structure of your life there are cracks or something's not working or maybe sort of the ghosts of the past or the not so positive influence of mom and dad are getting in the way of you really going after what you really want to go after in this world because we are so conditioned um, to do what is either safe or what is expected to us as opposed to what we really want to do and on the other side of things you have chiron over in your relationship signs so maybe you are feeling some relationship pain points pain points in how you connect, interact, socialize, and otherwise get your needs met or have a sense of equity and fairness in relationships. And no, Libra, you're a sign that's very driven by equity and fairness and, and relationships have to be fair. Home and family has to be fair. Career has to be fair. So you're sort of getting these, you know, things in the four directions of your life. And because you are Venus ruled, and as I talked about earlier, in the segment that your planet Venus is in this sort of tight spot with Saturn and Uranus, you got to make some changes this week. If something again is not fair, Saturn and Uranus are really going to press upon you to do the necessary changes or if something's not really you. So really, sit with yourself this week, Libra, do the soul searching. Um, but, but, but take action, do things differently, you know, go after what's truly in your heart. Um, Scorpio, Scorpio, so much happening right now, Scorpio. Um, Cancer is your what's called fifth sign. Wait, is that correct? No, it's your ninth sign. Cancer is your ninth sign. So it's the sign that talks about your faith, your truth, your conviction. So it's sort of like you have to stand up for what you believe in or you have to define what you believe in. It's also the part of the chart that talks about foreign travel, long distance journeys, um, getting out there and seeing the world. And if you can't literally see the world, you have to see it in other ways. This could be watching a documentary on a streaming service that you subscribe to, or maybe you are opening a good old fashioned book, um, a travel log, or just kind of seeing the world in different ways. Or maybe you have the, uh, the, the good fortune to be able to go someplace or go to another country. Right now, I know things are still a little bit difficult in that department, but your, your wanderlust, your need to see the world right now is getting um, activated. It's also time to focus on higher education. But like I said, there is this sort of dynamic tension happening between what you've put your faith into, how you see the world versus sort of this need to see things differently on a kind of nuts and bolts factual level because Pluto is down the part of your chart that talks about information, ideas, communication, sort of the facts and figures of things. I'm trying not to sneeze in case I do. Um, but this is also a time when you need to examine the power of your voice 
the the role between your voice and your mind and how you express your ideas and put your your information out there in the world and then you have the chiron is over in aries and that's the part of the chart that talks about your your, how your relationship with your body, health and wellness, but also the work you do and the need for discernment in your life. So maybe this is a time to have more of a sharp eye in your life, Scorpio. Um, Sagittarius. So this new moon is happening in your eighth sign. So this is sort of your time in your personal zodiac calendar for you to go into what I call the eighth room when we spend time in the eighth room and we all do at some point throughout the year we have to face ourselves we have to do the deep work we have to look at the deep emotions it's a time to look at the psyche so maybe you need some emotional healing some deep emotional support um and it's a time to do the shadow work yes that sagittarius it's your time um so this is when you might need to reach out to um, the support of a therapist a counselor i always tell people don't do the eighth room by yourself have a good friend by your side um, so that you can really open up be vulnerable see what's really deep inside of you and to do the work there is this also dynamic tension happening in money value and worth including self-worth so you have to really see how maybe you self-sabotage based on negative self-worth or a negative value system in your life but again you're also having to really understand the power of whether your needs your physical needs your material needs um, and how that's of course important because we take care of ourselves physically and materially um, but you do have Chiron in the part of your chart that talks about you how you express you and really feeling the confidence and the bravery to be yourself Sagittarius um, Capricorn so this new moon is happening in what's called your fourth sign no that's not right your tenth sign what am I doing no relationships goodness gracious um this is happening in your relationship sign so sort of this traditional time when a new relationship may come in somebody may leave but nevertheless this is the time to renew your focus on all things relationships and it's a reminder that you can't do things alone in life Capricorn certainly you do a really great job at trying um, but yeah you need support you need other people so do use this energy to bring in new people into your life or renew your connection with somebody who's already in your life but you are feeling the dynamic tension between relationships and you you've got Pluto and Capricorn it's been there for 13 years and you're in the midst of breaking down remolding reshaping burning down rebuilding again you you've been doing this work for a decade you know it so well right now and how the changes you make in your life are, are going to show up in how you connect with other people and then you have chiron at the bottom of your chart so you're really looking at um, a lot of deep emotional insecurities that are maybe coming up or maybe it's how you've been programmed by family not for the best you know not not but in a way that's not helping so maybe you're needing to heal a lot of really old family stuff that can help you connect to people very differently, Capricorn. Um, Aquarius, getting towards the end. Aquarius, this new moon is happening in your sixth sign. Little bonus puppy noises. If you can see him, he's like spread eagle right now, rolling around in his cage. Um, Aquarius, 
Um, this new moon is happening in your sixth sign, the sign of work and projects, health and wellness. So it's a time to refocus on the basics of life. You know, the details, the details of taking care of your physical health, your, um, like I said, he's rolling around. It's my puppy. Um, it's also focusing on work and projects and needing to re-put your heart into the things that you do. Um, you know, what people don't realize, Aquarius, is that your sixth sign is, is cancer. Like, you need to have your heart and your soul in your day-to-day -day work and projects and taking care of yourself. <laughs> Sorry, Aquarius, you get some bonus puppy noises. Um, but this is a time when you're feeling that dynamic tension between um, your ambitions, your goals for the future, your friends, your community, and really, not, wait, that's not right. It's in the 12th. Sorry, puppy took my brain away from astrology. So you are seeing the dynamic tension happening with Pluto in your 12th sign, so needing to examine um, your blind spots, the things that you are not seeing, maybe these things that are impacting work or projects or health, wellness. Um, you do have Chiron in your third sign, so you're really looking at um, the choices that you're making and maybe the bravery to make new choices in your life. I'm so sorry, Aquarius. Um, <laughs> last but not least Pisces so Pisces this new moon is happening in your fifth sign when you get to the fifth sign it's about being you and the joy and the creativity and the fun of being ourselves so there's a focus on persona there's a focus on identity and really getting a chance to express your talents we all have something that is a talent um, but this is a time to re-nourish the things that you love Pisces whatever what do, you, what do you love Pisces um, but you are feeling the tension between the things that make you you versus maybe the the what's happening in your social circle or with a friend maybe a friend wants you to be something different maybe your social circle or your community wants you to be something different um, or maybe you're trying to really orient what you love, your passion, your joy, your creativity with a very different future than maybe you thought you would be doing. Then you have Chiron in your second sign and the second sign talks about value and worth. So really taking your talent, the self-worth of your talents, your self-worth and knowing the value of yourself so that can redirect your future, redirect your your aspirations your hopes and your wishes differently for your life pisces but yes get back to what makes you you pisces right now this is sort of your uh your boost um this season because cancer is a water sign you're a water sign just get back to what you love and what's in your heart um so that is your look at the astrology of the 12 signs this week with the cancer new moon the cancer new moon which is at 18 degrees of cancer at 9 17 p.m eastern daylight time you know here in the east coast of the united states um quick housekeeping notes because i keep forgetting to talk about this at the top of the show i've had to um Discontinue, not discontinue is not the right word. Suspend my monthly horoscopes. Um, I tried doing them um, video format in this naive attempt to actually cut down on my workload, and I actually 
added more because if people wanted transcripts, I had to make sure the closed captioning was right. Um, you do the video production. And I know people um, was like, well, you know, you, you can hire these things out. And yes, I know. And, and I and I have. And, and there's elements of economics to it. There's elements of time to it. But I need to really recalibrate and think what's going to work best. And, and it's just a friendly reminder for everybody. If you're doing something and it's no longer fun, don't do it. <laughs> because then the energy that you're putting into something is coming from a place that's not fun. And, you know, I, th I think that this is a, a time to sort of rethink things. We've got this new moon that's coming up. I know you guys and that's I started doing the monthly horoscopes written back in October of 2014. So that was like my first one of the first things that I did. Um, but I don't really know what the answer is right now. I know some of you were quite emotionally invested in the monthly horoscopes we'll, we'll figure something out we still have this right now we have the daily or the you know five days a week content that i write um, of course you can book a consultation with me if you want that one-on-one -on -one, uh, look at your astrology but yes i wanted to talk about um that because I didn't exactly put that in like big lights that I wasn't doing the monthly horoscopes right now. But I, I knew that with the move and a puppy that there was just no way that that was going to happen um, for July. But thank you all for being such a great support in my life and joining me every week and your feedback. And I like, you know, I recognize some faces on the live chat. I know some of you are my clients and I really deeply appreciate it. But um, this is your look at the astrology of the week of July 5th through 11th, 2021. I'm sorry if I said June earlier, but um, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. I'm even on Twitter, although I'm like terrible on Twitter these days. But um, thank you all for, for joining me. Yes, yeah, but sometimes we have to sort of get back to cancer and really take care of ourselves first. Um, so we don't burn out don't want to burn out on you guys but um yes thank you for for joining me um maybe i'll have a new view next week um just one that's not kind of shoot, shooting into the the window um but um thank you all for joining me again and i'll see you all next week take care bye